Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers for whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Hey, I'm Scooch Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And you tuned in to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous podcast, where we give you our reviews and takes of movies and television. I was going too fast. I had to slow down. I almost messed it up. I almost messed it up, but I'm good. What's going on, bro? Man, I can't call it, man. You know, same shit, different day. But you know what I'm saying? You do got to keep uh, keep striving out here on these streets, man. How mm-hmm. you feeling? Everything been good with you? Everything is A1, my brother. Um, as people can see, I'm still in my work clothes because I uh, left work and been running errands all day. But, you know what I'm saying, still got to put this pod out. So, you know what I'm saying, it's time to pod, man. Yes, sir, man. Got to put these bad boys out, put them out on time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for, uh, yeah. Keep the, the, for number one, the repetition, but yep. also the consistency, man. You know, yeah. uh, I think that's yeah. that's something, man, you had talked about when we started this, this twice a week mm-hmm. thing, probably about what, about a year, year and a half ago? Yep. It's like, yo, man, that consistency. So we're putting them out there, man. You know, we not seen you on well, we wasn't um we wasn't video at the time. Right. Man, we not had you on location. Man, you know I don't been at baseball games, I don't <laughs> been at volleyball games, I don't been shopping, all kind of driving. Like, bro, it's, we done we done did it all, man. We done did it yeah, all. Yeah, man. Um, real quick though, I do want to apologize to the audience, man. I know the last two episodes did not have video, but Charge it to my heart is really not my fault, man. My laptop is messing up. I am actually shopping for a new laptop right now. I have a Chromebook, so I really can't do too much. Um, the fact that I'm even able to do this podcast with this laptop, I am surprised. This laptop sucks. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I cleared some stuff out. Hopefully I can get those videos up soon. Um, I know for a fact this one should be up. But if not, the audio will still be there. So if you're listening, we do, you know what I'm saying, appreciate it. If you start watching us, I apologize once again. I'm working on getting that fixed. That's what's up, man. And like and like I say, man, it's all it's all the human element, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 even when it comes to like sports and shit, it'd be like, yeah, like you want the stuff to be right. But sometimes it's like, yo. We've gotten so far with just the human element. It's like, yeah, you don't want it too much. It, that's why I like they put like limitations on some stuff where it's like, like they only like in college, they just do the whole timeout thing. It's just mm-hmm. like they just call the timeouts so you can go back and just at least take a look at it to see if it was right. Yeah. But like in NFL, they only give you two cha- challenges. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like it ain't, it ain't too much, but they review every touchdown, which I get it because it yep. don't really take that long. But but yeah, man. Sometimes, man, you know, it's, it's, especially the pod. Like I had told what about three pods back. I was like, yo, man, I had to pause it. I had to put, mm-hmm. I had to put three parts of a podcast all yeah, in one because, you know, because shit was happening. So, well, see, yeah. that's the that's the beauty of doing audio only too. You know, what I'm saying is the fact that you know, what I'm saying you can go edit, cut out certain stuff, all that. With us, we don't, we can't really edit too much of nothing because. I take it we got we we already do it in one take, so I take it from that one take yeah. and put it on there. So salute us for doing it in one take. And then secondly, you know what I'm saying? This is also a thing where everything is from the video, all the audio is from the video, everything else. So we don't we ain't adding nothing in, we ain't doing none of that. It's all strictly from the video. So whatever you see on the video, that's what you're hearing on the pod too. So yeah, we're we doing this on some professional shit. And we don't got no team. That's another thing. 
We don't got no team backing us. It's just us two. So oh, yeah. we promote it, we edit it, and we uh, load it up, all that stuff by ourselves. So that's, you know what I'm saying? At least we got us. Most people, you know what I'm saying, they got the they got a, a, a camera guy, they got an engineer. We ain't got none of that shit. No producers. We the, we the executive producers of this bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but no, man, that's so right. And I don't think people really understand. It's like, yo, like, we are literally one take. Like, yeah, we ain't like, sure. damn, you know what? Fucked it up. Let's go yeah, back and do this. We can't bleep shit right. out. We can't we, do nothing. Yeah. We, we, it's I mean, all now, we, well, I mean, we, we can. Could, we could. We if we, yeah. yeah, but we don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like when that little, like, if you watch the video, I guess I don't know. I never really watched it back. I don't know if that live sits up there, but like it's yeah. literally live. Like, no, it ain't. Yeah, you know the live thing ain't up there. It's just what we see in the background behind the live. Oh, okay. But I mean, I okay, I, I can if 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 it was some shit that we wasn't supposed to say and we said anyway, I could definitely bleep it out. It's just yeah, that shit gonna take some work. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. really don't, and we really don't do that. And and even when I do the twenty eight. Like it's really one take. One take, I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't go back and you know, oh man, I screwed that up. It's just right. like yeah, ain't that no breaks, ain't no none of that shit. Yeah, because you know, you be hearing like, like I know, like with Joe and them, like man, you know what, we gotta go do this real quick. Yeah, and like, oh, and we're back. Yeah, like we nah, like, yeah. <laughs> we ain't we ain't pausing, man. We we, we get there one day, but right now, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, of course. But like you said, they got the team, the producers, they got the, mm-hmm. the video guy, they got the camera guy. But yeah, so I think people don't, and that's why I say everybody's like, oh man, well I could do a podcast and then just like they mm-hmm. get on there and be like, yo, she ain't what you think it is. No, so, Definitely. So Not man, shout out to you for getting all this shit done, you know, with the visuals. Hey, and like, Shout out to you. Background. You be posting shit and you be getting the clips and all that shit, so like I said, this is real live team effort. Like, it really ain't no I and team unless you do a solo pod. Hey. It's time. Hey. <laughs> hey, Kobe, I'm going to tell you why Kobe. Kobe now, nah, I don't consider Kobe the GOAT, but yeah. I'm going to tell you this is why he, he wanted for that to go. Shit, though. When he but, said, when, yeah. when, he, when Shaq told him he made the I team, that ain't man. no weave. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, that R. dude, RIP Cole, but that's one of the hardest lines ever. But when somebody say no I and team, that's what I say. It ain't no we either, but that's mm-hmm. all time. But that is all time goatness right there for sure. So, but definitely, man. Yeah, man. That, man. But listen, man, um, we're getting into the feature presentation. This is a very, very exciting movie, man. Just came out this actually just came out a few months ago. Um, oh, yeah. but this week we are doing bullet train. Of course, you already read it. We know you already read it, and we don't care. We're gonna tell you anyway. Um, this is starring Brad Pitt, uh, let me see, uh Brian Tyree Henry, uh Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh Zazie Beach, uh Bad Boney. Uh, Sandra Bullock and a host of other people. Hold on, where my dude at? What's the dude's name? Hi, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a attempt to pronounce this. Yeah, attempt it. Ready? <laughs> Hiroyuki Sonata. Hey, you look good. Yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna try it. 
All right, right cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hiroyuki Sonata. So um he was he was the uh one of the most pivotal parts of this movie. Um and also if you don't know who we're talking about, if you ever seen Mortal Kombat, he was Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. So yes. if you find if you've seen that, then you know who it is. Also, shout out to Michael Shannon, because he was also in this too. Um <clears throat> he is the um I forgot who he looks like. He looks like somebody. <laughs> But I always call him the evil version of that person. But I can't think of who he is right now. Hey, he was Eminem's stepdad. Yeah, yeah, he was. he was. But he looked like somebody, bro. I forgot who it is that he looks like. But I'm I'm about to look it up. But um, but listen, man, you know what I'm saying? We got the trailer, so you all y'all already know. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get to see the trailer. Um, if you haven't seen this, this is a movie worth going to see. And uh let's go ahead and play that now there's this soulless psychotic leader with the largest criminal organization on the planet shoved right inside i see the white death letting any of us off this train we need to come up with a plan i'm gonna hurt people what's happening to your face maybe there was a little head trauma maybe to get off this train. Sorry, buddy. Yes, sir. That's Bullet Train, man. Um, came out in 2022. Um, this year. But uh, okay, I found who it is. Josh is it? Josh do du- Duhamel or Dumel? You really think he looked like him? Him or Johnny Knoxville? I, I think he looked like Knoxville. the evil Johnny Knoxville. I can see Johnny Knoxville. But I always say he looked like the Josh DeMille dude. He kind of looked like that motherfucker. But definitely Johnny Knoxville, for sure. That's funny. That's evil Johnny Knoxville, for people who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go look that dude up. But, man, listen, Bullet Train, you finally seen it. What's up, man? How you feeling about it? Man, listen, man. They now completely, completely ripped off my motherfucking movie, Smoking Aces, man. Yeah. I got so many yeah. damn Smoking Aces vibes, man, watching this, but which is a good thing because I'm one of the people that love Smoking Aces. Like, mm-hmm. I've heard people criticize <clears throat> it to the point where I, I had, like, I was listening to a podcast. And I heard these people killing it. Like I came home that day mm-hmm. and did a whole pod on Smoking Aces on how dope that movie was. But yeah. anyway, so like it gave me Smoking Aces vibes. I thought I thought it was really good. It, it, I will say this: it's more comedic than Smoking Aces was. Yeah. There's more funny moments in this. And I got to say this right off the jump. There's two things I got to say right off the jump. Number one, shout out to uh man, what's what's his name? Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yes. To be able to pull off a British accent yes. when when you listen to because uh, I listen to the crew has it which the, mm-hmm. the like the whole podcast is like they they keep they interview everybody in the power universe right mm-hmm. it's uh Giovanni who plays uh Brandon and um and the dude to play uh, Michael Rainey Jr. the dude to play uh Tariq yeah I With know who Tariq. Michael Rainey Jr. is 
But Go I will ahead. say this though: the names that you just name, I know for everybody else, they know who you're talking about. I have no idea outside. Yeah, because you, yeah, because you're not in it. But um, <laughs> but they bring you know everybody from the power universe in, yeah. so they have all of these conversations about you know getting into acting and you know and this that this that. Well, they've mm-hmm. had two people on the show who are uh, from London or you know from the UK basically, yeah. and they was just talking about how easy it is for them to get an American accent. Right. But we don't have a lot of actors doing the British accent. And it was like, it's a little bit harder to do, you know what I'm saying, for Americans to do them, like for a whole dialogue of a movie. Now, there's been a a few people who do it, but it's it's not really that much of a thing. Like, there's only a few people to pull it off. That's the easiest accent to do. And I know, and I I can do it personally, and I can do like different versions of it. Well, I will say this: I was impressed how I, I was convinced that he was, you know, what I'm saying that he was really British. Okay, so confession: I thought the nigga was British. I don't know. It said That's he was what, from New York, and he went to um, Juilliard. Uh, no, I, I don't think it was Juilliard or NYU. Um, he went to Yale. He went to yeah. Yale School of wow, Drama. Wow, really? Yes. Hmm. Yes, he went to Yale School of Drama. And That's um <clears throat> Yeah, because he graduated from Morehouse and then he received a Damn. MFA uh, at uh at School of Drama for Yale. That's so um yeah, so he, he really do this shit. He he didn't just I'm not gonna I thought the nigga was from London the whole time. That's why I was so impressed with him in Atlanta. Cause I was like, yo, See, this nigga is that yeah, he's that nigga. That's what I'm saying. For him to be able to, to pull this, pull this off, and be con- very convincing, mm-hmm. I had to go. I had to go and check. I was like, "Hold on, man, what is dude from?" <laughs> like, Let me no, I thought that he was using his regular accent. Cause like damps and interest. Like if you yeah. watch Snowfall, it's like you even though never, we know, never know, you would. But yeah, if you never heard him in an interview, cause yeah. I'm not got. I don't got duped twice. I don't, well, I really got duped more than that. I know you got duped with Idris. I got yeah, I got duped with him, so that's yeah, another one. I got duped too. with him. I got duped with interest. I got duped with uh Dane Kalua. I got Definitely. duped with uh I got duped with uh I thought okay Kate Beckinsale. I didn't I didn't know in the beginning. She is too? in the beginning. Yeah. She does a good job. I didn't know that. I will say this though. Okay, so Daniel Kaluuya. I didn't think that he was American. I thought that nigga was literally from like Nigeria or Ghana or some shit like that. Yeah. So I thought he was African. I didn't think that he... Well, I mean, I, he is African, I'm saying, like, but from, you know but, what I'm saying, the African yeah. country. So I didn't think that he was, like, you know what I'm saying, British or nothing like that. Yeah. And, like, um, the one girl that played uh, the professor in um, in Ghost, I had no idea till she was on the podcast. They had her on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm like, oh, my God, that just made you 10 times more sexier. For, and then know, um I'm gonna talk about it. Oh, a uh, <laughs> black woman with an English accent gets me every trip. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, they just had one on uh, today. Um, the girl that plays in the fourth show with Tommy. Yeah. Well, with uh, yeah, with on on Tommy's show, and I had no idea that's where she was from. I follow and, this chick named Sun P on uh on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And she uh she British. Oh my god, fire. I tell you, I tell you somebody else who got me. Colin Farrell had no idea. Yeah, he's he's uh Australian. 
but they their accents are similar. No, I'm saying Izzy. I, I, you looked it up last week. I don't remember. You said he was Irish. Yeah, he is. When Irish. we did That's Jamie Foxx, we was talking. About, yeah, he's Irish. Cause we was talking about uh, we was talking about Miami Vice. Yeah, but, he um, Irish. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but that whole that took us on a whole other thing. But I was just saying, I was just impressed. I was like, man, like he he really sounds good at this, and you mm-hmm. hear, you know, other actors be saying like, like is it it isn't as easy is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that people can't do it, no, but listen, it's just, I, I, it's just that, that really surprises me because, like, usually the like any anybody that does like voiceovers or like imitations, they usually get the British ones easy. But it's so many British actors and actresses, like we really don't really need it as much. So I'm now, yeah, really yeah. surprised that he even got that role for the fact that, like, yeah, they could have, you know, found. A British person to you know to pull that off. But I'm the glad name. they chose him. So that it's was the, the first thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So and the other thing I was gonna say, I need to get this out of the way. I gotta get this off my soul. Yo, I know it was just a cameo. And but this whole thing started because of this person and they only showed him one time. Mm-hmm. The person is Carver, but who I'm talking about is Ryan Reynolds. Listen, when is Ryan Reynolds not a fucking assassin? This dude is well, always a damn assassin. He had to be in it because you know the people that directed this directed Deadpool too. So Man. it makes sense that he's in it. I mean, he ain't even in it. I mean, no, I'm just saying it just like, the fact that, like, yeah, the, the cameo, like, it, it makes sense that he popped up. Yeah. But, man, it's just like, yo, even though it's Smoking Nations, he was an FBI agent. But mm-hmm. that whole movie is about assassins. But it's just like this dude is always a fucking assassin. It's like, mm-hmm. and and it and dude, it it made it make so much sense. Even though he was only in it for three seconds, it, to me, it made the movie better. It's like you know what? It would be Ryan Reynolds of all people. It would be Ryan Reynolds' fault that this whole thing is happening to Ladybug, and he wasn't even supposed to have anything to even do with this. All right. he was supposed to do, he was off. And they called him in. Dude, that's mm-hmm. crazy. How can you be an assassin and you get called in on your day off? Be like that, <laughs> never know, never know when they're gonna need you. Um, but I like uh her name is Joy King. Yeah, the, I like that. Um, who played Prince, the the um white death's daughter? Yo, she did a great job. Dude, because you, you had her in the act. I don't know what the act is, so no, I have. Dude, dude, it's a it's a Hulu show. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember this because you're old enough. You you, you know you're a couple of years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the one lady? She like it was this, this parent who was faking that her daughter had cancer. Yes, and they made she, so many movies off that. They made an actual movie about that about the uh, little black girl. Remember that? I didn't see the one about the little black girl. I didn't but, see it either, but I seen the trailer for it though. But Joey King, she plays the little girl mm-hmm. in the act, and she she killed that shit, dude. Okay, like she murdered that. But okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's actually fire. Now I'm about, I'm about, to, about to go actually watch that. Um, but no, Joey King did a great job because with her character, they didn't give you because like with other characters, they kind of gave you a little bit of a backstory or they told you who they were up front. Nobody knew who the fuck Prince was through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So well until the end, of course. But you you later find out that she's the white dev's daughter. So like this whole time, you just see this chick 
and you just assuming she's just another assassin, and really she's not even a fucking assassin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, because yeah. I'm thinking like the, the shit she does, she done rigged the suitcase, she rigged the gun. I'm like, yo, like, yo, she really, this motherfucker is really cold. And then next thing you know, she ain't even a part of this shit. She just happened to be this motherfucker's daughter. So I was like, man, that's, I, I liked her character. Uh, to me, her character was one of my favorites. Of course, Ladybug was. We got to give Brad Pitt his flowers, bro, because Brad Pitt did a hell of a job in this movie. He really did a fucking job in this movie. Him, and uh, what's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson that plays Tangerine. Those two, they did a great job, bro. That that chemistry that they had back and forth was amazing. Yeah, I like I like the chemistry that they had as well. But mm-hmm. I think that Tangerine and Lemons, you know, theirs was good too yeah. since they was you know being called quote unquote the twins. Right. Like they had good chemistry when they were just bouncing things off of each other. Mm-hmm. But um, I like how. <clears throat> They threw in the whole thing of where when Lemon had the gun on uh on the prince, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, I'm just so amazed how you able to just pull this off. Like you just you just got tears just popping up. Like I'm just yeah. I just can't believe it." And then she started like like kind of pouting. He was like, "Yo, you are phenomenal, man." And it was just <laughs> so funny because it's just like we've seen when girls are sitting there and just for like sure. fake some shit for and, sure and like. And for him to call it out the way that he was calling it out, mm-hmm. I thought that scene was so funny. It was so funny to me because I was just like, yo, like for them to put that in there, yeah. I, that, had, that, that had to be Antoine, uh, what's his name? Foucault? Foucault. Yeah. Yeah, that had to be him. He definitely well, put that in there. Another thing too, man, Brian Tyree Henry, I know you said that, you know, as far as his, um, as far as him doing the, the um, imitation of the voice or the accent, he did a great job too. Because for him to be this character who basically is judging people off of whether or not Thomas they're the a character, <laughs> yeah, they're a character on Thomas the 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 train is fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> he's basically categorizing people's personality off of whatever the the trains were on Thomas the train, like. That's that was a, that was a nice addition to the movie because it made things funny, and then not only that, the fact that he had the stickers to to identify people like <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker is a world class assassin, but he's identifying motherfuckers with Thomas the, the Tutu Train fucking stickers is hilarious. <laughs> oh man, you wild! That 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 was a very entertaining part about that. Also, to piggyback off of what you were saying, mm-hmm. like we, we do have to give uh Brad Pitt his, his thing because yeah. he's starting to do this more and more. I, I think that Brad Pitt was it's like when, when you sit back and you think about the movies like Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Glorious yeah, Bastards. I was about to say he was um, the same person in Mr. and Mrs. Smith that he was in this. Um what, what what's the name of that movie? Uh let me see, I said Inglorious Bastards. Uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, ah yes, yes, yes. It's like when you, when you look at these roles, like he fits so good in that. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching this one thing um, where they was talking about Brad Pitt, and it was just like when he first when he first became an actor, like it was all about like he really got like his first job, if I'm not mistaken, simply because of the way he looked. 
And so everybody was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. he's just a, he's just a guy with a good face, you know, good body. So, you know, girls are going to like him like he's just sure. going to draw attention from girls. But like on his podcast, they were talking about how he has they were like, if you look at his career and watch how he has developed mm-hmm. like Brad Pitt has he has developed himself into becoming a committed actor without yeah. even being a comedian. Yeah. And it's like for him to be able to pull that out from from where he started, I mean, even even to pull a movie off like Seven, like mm-hmm. nobody thought that Brad Pitt could could even remotely pull off Seven and even be a co star of somebody like uh, Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if you know this, you know who originally had the Morgan Freeman role? No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was the Brad Pitt role. Who? Denzel was supposed to be Brad Pitt, but I don't remember if if Denzel turned it down or it, well, he obviously I, well, turned it down. Either way, but, I'm glad that it wasn't Denzel because that would have been too serious of a movie. <laughs> you you can't have them two in a movie like unless it's like a like a, a biopic or. It's supposed to be strictly a drama. Like you can't have them two in the. You gotta have some type of relief somewhere in there, or at least somebody who ain't as serious. Like them two niggas is like, like it's is Morgan Freeman. Like they all are the same level. It's Morgan Freeman, Denzel Washington, and James Earl Jones. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying, but but yeah, man, we 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 gotta give Brad Pitt his flowers because like yeah. the way the way he's been able to transition his career and actually be as funny as he's been mm-hmm. in, like, these last movies that he's done. Because, like, he's really done that in, like, everything that he's done up uh, as of late. Except, I don't think he really... He didn't really do it in the World War Z, though. But no, really, one, other than that... That one was... I mean, really, he he talked he talked some, but, like, really, that wasn't even a movie to have that in there, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it really wasn't for any kind of relief, comic relief or even some type of like funny shit to happen that because of what the situation or the premise was behind it. Yeah. But I mean, he still, even then he still did a great job for him to play. I think well, he was a doctor in that. Like even then he still did a hell of a job in that. Yeah. So man, you're, you're right, man. We got, we got to give him his father because he was, he was, he was really, he was really funny in this. And then like Sandra Bullock was basically a voice, mm-hmm. you know, until the end. Mm-hmm. And that that was just funny, like when he was like, "You came for me," like fucking <laughs> funny. I like yo, these motherfuckers stupid. But uh, but yeah, man, you you right, man. Uh, shout out to Brad Pitt for uh, mm-hmm. for killing us because he did. He really did. I mean, and and Brian Tyree Henry too, man. Like like I said, I was really impressed. Um, I've actually been impressed with the roles he's been taking lately. Anyway, like for him to go from. Um, my first time ever seeing him being Paperboy, um, in Atlanta to then going into the MCU, uh, being a part of the Eternals, and then now to this. I know he's been in other stuff, but those three, those to me, are like the three major things that has kind of got him there. Because I know he was in the Godzilla movie as well, but mm-hmm. like those three things has really gotten him on. These three things have gotten him on the map, and for him to really kind of like still scenes why he's in there like uh, in Atlanta he's like one of the main characters so he doesn't really have to but for him to be in the MCU he did a great job in that like the scene that he had where 
they was attacking his house and he had to actually use his powers and all that other shit. And then not only that, like he actually was playing um, a character who was a part of the LGBTQ community as well. So for him to take on that role and then for him to come in this one and take on this role being somebody that's British, like it's, it's not a lot of people who can have that type of range. And for him to be able to do that, and he hasn't really been in it as long as everybody else. That's very impressive. Yeah, it seems like he's a late bloomer. Like, yeah, it seems like sure. he was a person who actually dealt with like life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he didn't really get his shine. I mean, because hell, like mid thirties, like at least thirty. Yeah. It's not like he didn't really like get on and get on until he was like thirty. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because he was born in '82. He's older than me. But I mean, so, like, if you if you think about it, though, everybody from that show, because I mean, like him and Zazie Beats, of course, worked together in on Atlanta. So I'm sure they were familiar with each other, even though they weren't technically in the same scene. But if you think about that, though, like Lakeith Stanfield, Zazie Beats, um, Brian Tyree Henry, like they've been doing like some work. Like, Lakeith Stanfield has been in some shit. Zazzy Beats is starting to, you know what I mean? Like, she's been in some shit, too. So it's not like none of them are, you know what I'm saying, like, not doing anything. Like, from that show, like, they're all branching out into major productions. And, like, that, they are really doing their thing. Yeah, and, like, to be, well, specific, uh, specific, like, one episode of Law & Order in 2009, Mm -hmm. um, he was uncredited. And uh, what it just says uniform in this TV mm-hmm. movie uh, called Last of the Night. And then right. 2010, he was in one episode of The Good Wife. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, 2012, one episode of My America. And then he did two episodes of, of Broadwalk Empire. Oh, and then okay. he did, let me see, uh, My America. It says it's a, uh, a TV movie. And then he did one episode in 2014. And then he um, he was in one movie called Puerto Ricans in Paris. And then 2016, that's when Atlanta started. And that's mm-hmm. the first time I've ever seen him. Yeah. I've never seen him before that. I've ever seen him. So, but because even, even 2009, I mean, shit, I had my second child at that point. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, he really got like a late start. Mm-hmm. But he he is blossoming now, man. Like yeah, big time. I mean, man, he, man, you wait. Do you see episode? What was it? what was that? What I watched? Like, I think it was episode nine of Atlanta two nights ago. Because this is one thing I like about Atlanta. I say this because they're not gonna give anything away. Like they will give you, like as of late, they're giving you these episodes, but like they're really singling somebody out. Mm-hmm. And like this whole, if I'm not mistaken, episode nine is all Paperboy. Oh, He's wow. basically by himself. Okay. Like by himself, by himself. So he's really well, putting they on did that in, a one They did that himself. in the last season. Remember where he was? Um, somebody stole something from him. And he was looking for him. He ended up his running. phone. No, not the phone part, because that was that's when the whole crew was there. But somebody yeah. either somebody stole something from him or somebody stole something and he was trying to get it back or whatever. And then he ended up at a bar with Liam Neeson. And Liam Neeson was talking about the time he was oh that about the nigga moment and all that shit. Yeah, that was um 
Oh man, I, I know what episode you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember what it was. But I think that I was can't... all him, no, because no, he was with old girl. That's what it was. It didn't nobody still nothing. He was remember he was with yeah. old girl and was partying. And she had him wearing that dumbass hat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, but yeah, like, like yeah. the one thing though I do appreciate about Atlanta is um the 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 expression of art that Childish Gambino gives it. And the fact that they have people like Lakeith Stanfield and Brian Tyree Henry, you know what I'm saying, with their skill and acting, it's, it allows them to not only flourish, but it allows the show to flourish too. And it allows his ideas and premises to flourish because of the fact of, you know what I'm saying, how off the wall he kind of is. Like he's mm-hmm. he, he does like a lot of abstract stuff. So the fact that they're able to jump in that and then still be able to perform that is you know what I'm saying like that's a, just a testament to how great they are and the fact that you know what I'm saying like he's playing a rapper in that show and you still get all of these different things like we really just unveiling even though I know this is supposed to be like the last season of Atlanta we're like we just now unveiling who Paperboy really is though you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we don't we we are just like at the tip of the iceberg for his character in that show. And that's why I said like the fact that he's been in those the three movies that I named, and you see that you can see how how much more he's given them since he's been on that show. But like you can see where you know what I'm saying, like he can possibly be his ceiling is high as shit. Just seeing him in these three movies, like his ceiling is really fucking high. Well, two movies in the show, I'm sorry, but his ceiling is high as hell. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but like, man, I, what I thought was because I was sitting there because I, I only got one watch. I don't know how many times you watched it, mm-hmm. but you know, even when it comes to the synopsis of this movie, it's kind of like Carver is being blamed. Well, he's like on he's on um uh white death like list or whatever mm-hmm. of because he apparently he killed. Or did he kill or hurt his wife? I think he killed his wife. Um, so he killed his wife. So he put together all he set it up so all these assassins would be on the same train and for everybody to take each other out. But yeah, I just didn't think that he was anticipating that uh Bad Bunny, which oh man, what's Bad Bunny name in this? First off, first off, it's not Bad Bunny. Man, I'm not saying it the way he said it. You have to say it how he says it. It's Bad Bunny. <laughs> Okay, you just said it. So, <laughs> Wolf. So, yeah. he didn't anticipate that Wolf was going to show up. Because Fact. this motherfucker shows up because he goes, like, he is getting married to this girl. And then all of a sudden, everybody at the wedding started vomiting, mm-hmm. bleeding from the eyes. And he all he remembered was bumping into Ladybug. But... Which, is a, which was crazy as shit because... Without context, before they actually show what happened, without context, you don't know why the fuck he wants to kill this dude. <laughs> the whole time you thinking that Ladybug is responsible for killing everybody at the wedding until you find out he's not. And you sitting there like, damn, he just did that to everybody at the wedding, thinking that, you and, know what I'm saying, he done put a hit out, and that ain't even what he was there for. And then the funniest part about <laughs> it is the whole time we thinking like, man, why would he do that? And then they right. show us the hornet, and then they show the hornet, and she was the one who did it. And you like, bro. Now you understand why he was like, because Wolf was like, I am going to hunt you for the rest of your life. It was like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> and he was, just, 
He really didn't understand. He's like, yeah. what are you talking? He's like, what? He said, what is wrong with you? Yeah. He's like, he didn't understand. And then you don't really get it until they show mm-hmm. the hornet. And you're like, oh, that's why he was at. That's yeah. why Ladybug was acting like that. Because right. he's like, and then when he was like, yo, I killed this dude, but it was by accident because he wasn't really trying to kill him. And he mm-hmm. didn't understand why my man was coming after him. So I thought that that was hilarious. And I liked the way this movie did this stuff because it's showing you, it, it's just showing you stuff, even when it comes to the prince. It's yeah. just showing you stuff and you're not understanding why it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep watching it and then they give you the backstory and you're like, boom. Now I get Yo, it. The, the fact that not only was that scene good because they had a decent action scene too. Shout out to Bad Bunny for that too. Um, and I know that he's <clears throat> he jumped into the WWE recently, so he's mm-hmm. had like he's had some work with choreography, fighting, and all that. So he he actually took that and did a great job in his movie, even though he had like a, a small small role. It was still a great, you know, what I'm saying like a great moment in the movie. But um. Just the just his his backstory was crazy. This nigga was like one of the greatest assassins ever. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was smoking shit. <laughs> like, like like Ladybug did the world a favor for real, for real. Without even knowing it, like this motherfucker was cold as ice, bro. He was cold. He was cold as shit, man. And then somebody murdered his wife. That made him even worse. But he Yo. really was. He was really only focused on one person though. He was like, yeah. yo, I, I gotta kill this ladybug person. And and like right up under his breath. And then that's what the hornet does. Because the whole time the hornet is on the damn train. Yeah. And she's wearing this damn big cat uniform, whatever that damn thing was. So if if you're watching suit. this, if you're watching this in the trailer when you see Brad Pitt punch the panda suit. Or whatever this, that was supposed to be, that's what that's who the hornet is, or the hornet is dressed as. Yes, and so she's like good at going undercover, and like that's because she, she was uh, she was the same thing undercover at the wedding that he mm-hmm. was. Stuff she you know she put the poison stuff into the cake, killed yeah. everybody at the damn thing. But what the wolf didn't understand was if he never bumped into Ladybug and got his damn suit with his tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got spilled on, he would have been dead too because he would have ate the cake. So I like the way that this movie was able to put things together. Yeah. And then I thought the Hornet was going to be in there a little bit longer. She Yo, died pretty damn quick. It's one of the best moments in the fucking movie, bro. First off, this nigga gets bit by the Viper. <laughs> then some, no, she, she was trying to put the poison in him and then she ended up getting the poison too. So he get bit by the viper. Not only did he get bit by the viper, she tried to put the poison in him. He ended up putting the poison in her. She reaches out for the antidote. He snatches it and stabs himself with the antidote. So he's good. He's clear. Then he says, wait a minute. You only brought one? (laughs) (laughs) Yo. He said you ain't got to back up. Listen, I get it. Because it... In the thought, right, how good she is, you're not thinking to bring a fucking backup. But in that moment, I know in her head, she was like, man, this motherfucker is right. I should have had a backup. <laughs> man, she was reaching for everything. She grabbed that water. This nigga said, oh, you thirsty? 
that was that was one of the greatest scenes in this movie bro oh. just that whole that whole little moment i'm like bro this they got this motherfucker brad pitt doing his thing that shit was funny as fuck bro and shout out to zazzy beats because she never said a word in this movie well i mean she had she had a well, she only had like one liners. She That's what I'm really saying. Have, she really, yeah. like she didn't say a word in this movie. For her to be in this movie the way she did, do her part, and also, even though it was a tad bit exaggerated, great death scene. That's one of that's one of the best. De- well, not best. That's one of the good deaths that I've seen in the movie too. So, got to give her credit for that because it's it's hard as shit to die in the movie. Yeah, but I think I think that was meant for it to be that way though. Like for her yeah. to over exaggerate that death. I that's what I'm like saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a tad bit exaggerated, but still, like it's still a great death in the movie. Well, good death in the movie. I want to say great because I've seen some great deaths, but good death in the movie for sure. I think that's yeah. one of the hardest things to do in Hollywood is to die in the movie. I mean, the way Kane died, though. I mean, I don't know who Kane is. Man, you know who Kane is. Man, minute to society, don't play. I don't know who Kane is. Man, Kang got shot. Kang got shot by the cousin. Man, he came through. Oh man, that That's ain't it. that wasn't no good death, man. Yeah, yeah it was, man. No, it um, yes, it was. Um, you want to see if you uh, listen? If y'all wanna, if y'all wanna see a horrible but good death, watch Nollywood movies. Anything no. from Nigeria, them niggas. No. <laughs> you talking about great no. death? Yo, them are great. That should be. I weird. got that. I got the greatest death of all time. Talk to me. The greatest death of all time. Y'all got to go back. Not the TV show, but the movie. Mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. When they killed the vampire at the end, mm-hmm. he was going around. He got stabbed in the heart by the by the stake. He was mm-hmm. like, and that shit is so man. fucking funny. Yeah. Hey, that shit is hilarious. But no, uh, but you're right. Um, but another thing about this movie is everybody is being blamed for shit that they didn't do. Facts. Like, cause like the twins was blaming Ladybug for mm-hmm. killing the, the dude's son that they was trying to, who they was keeping for ransom. Yeah. And then the whole time we find out the Hornet was the one who did. We didn't even know. Yo, we okay, so I'm not gonna lie. I thought after a while, I thought Prince was the one that was poisoning people. I did too. I thought Prince did it until I found out that was her fucking brother. But yeah, I definitely thought Prince did it. Yeah, I thought it was Prince too because just the way that they introduced her, like making her look like the innocent little girl on the train, mm-hmm. and then she now, you know what I'm saying, uh, zap my dude in the neck, put him down, tie him up. Yeah, and easy. then, yeah, so like, yeah, so you like, you easily, like, they really pointed the finger towards her. And then you find out that it was the Hornet the whole time, and you was like, "Damn!" Oh, like the real quick. Um, so shout out to the dude that played Tangerine because I just found this out that this nigga was Quicksilver in the Avengers. He played Wanda Maximoff's brother was in the Avengers, and he also played in Savages. If you haven't seen Savages, go watch that. And he played in Kick-Ass 1 and 2, which was fire. But if you yeah. haven't seen Savages, go watch that, because that shit is a great movie. Savages is a dope-ass movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, Shout-out to, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sam Hayek? Yep. 
Benicio del Toro, all of them. Like they did a great job. That's, Man, like, Blake that's Lively was in that joint. Mm-hmm. I like no, I like the yeah, one dude. He, Is his name Taylor? Um uh Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. I'm talking about the um the dude that uh that was his homeboy in Savages, uh that played he was the one who played uh Gambit and um Oh he yeah Gambit so. and um Oh Wolverine uh, Origins. Wolverine Origins, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like him too. I like yeah. him too. Um, he playing a lot of shit. He was in ba- Battleship with Rihanna, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah, he did. He did a really good job. Now I don't know if he's actually British or not. Let me see. Um, no, he's no, yeah, English. Yeah, he is. Uh, it says yeah, he is. He's stage. from Buckinghamshire, so I'm assuming he's yeah. definitely British. Yeah, yeah. God so he's damn. changing his voices in the regular movies. Yeah. Hold on. So you, you uh, go ahead real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, so um, the other thing was like the whole story, the story of White Death, right? So the elder was telling the story of why he was even trying to get White Death or kill White Death was for the simple fact of so this person came in, I think they said he came in from Russia for some odd reason. The um, the people because elder, the elder, he was you know younger at the time. And he didn't understand why the older, the other older uh, people was so fond of this person that was from Russia or whatnot. And so they did this whole exhibition fight and um, the elder was one of the people that was in the fight. He ended up getting stabbed in the leg. And so he was, I guess he was pissed because of that too. But anyway, he didn't like how this Russian dude came in and now he's like the man and then he had a feeling that that dude was going to double cross them, which he ended up doing it anyway. I'm talking about like the whole origin story of like the White Death. White Death, yeah. And and why the elder didn't didn't really fuck with him because he really Mm -hmm. didn't trust him from the beginning when he was just quote unquote the Russian dude that came in. Okay, so was it it distrust or was it jealousy? Because I I I was was jealousy. I was feeling my nigga was a little green with envy on that one. Yeah, because remember when they did that whole fight, he got stabbed in the leg. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really impress like his elders right. at the time. He didn't really impress them and one was wondering why, like, why y'all so fond of this dude is because he's whooping y'all ass. Like he just showed up and he whooped y'all ass. So, but he ended up being right though. Yeah. He felt that he was gonna double cross him. Yeah. And he did. So, and I like how they brought back the whole thing of where when he was going to go kill, like, the elder's elder or whatever, they didn't really give us the person's name. Mm-hmm. He did the whole thing where he, uh, the Russian roulette thing, we put the gun to his head, yeah. then go off. He did, he did the, he spent the thing on his own, mm-hmm. and then he shot the dude. He brought that back. Yeah. Well, with the elder guy. You know, he did the same thing, put the gun to his head. You know what I'm saying? Spin the chamber on his own. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dope how they how they brought that back into the movie. Right. Because that's like his signature thing then. Yeah. yeah that's his signature move, which is dumb as hell. I, I mean, mean, never play Russian roulette with myself to have a signature move. I'm not doing it. I wouldn't play real Russian roulette, but there's ways you can play Russian roulette. That's fine. Man, fuck that. I might fuck up the count. <laughs> I blow my own damn head off. <laughs> 
No, I ain't talking about with no gun. I'm saying like, so uh, there's a game that we play with Russian roulette where, of course, you know what I'm saying, with a gun, you got to use the one with the chamber so it's six shots. So you actually got mm-hmm. six shots and you mix them up and you put a card on top of each cup. You got to get the cups that ain't see-through though. But you put a card on each cup and then you draw a card and then if the card is, you know what I'm saying, empty or whatever. So, yeah. It's a fun game. Man, look, y'all is wilding. Hey, day, man, day, man. Listen, man, it's a college It's a college game. People have played it before. If you play Russian man. Roulette, hit us up and let us know. But Russian Roulette is, is fun when you got shots, shots, shots. Man, listen. Man, play beer pong in college day, man. That's it. Man, listen. When I when I when I first played beer pong, my guy, because mm-hmm. I've seen it before, and I'm like, I'm yeah. not fucking these balls hitting the flow, all types oh, of shit. Like yeah, I'm not no, doing that we shit. Don't play, yeah, but, we don't play it like that. But this is the thing, though. The way they played it up there, uh, like I said, I only did it when I went to college. Yeah. Just, the cups had water in. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had the, you know, the, you know, the, the cup of the, either the shot or the cup of beer on the side. So we oh, wouldn't yeah, drinking nice. actually out of the cups that yeah, you that's, the ball. that's fucking gross. What we did was we would all have to be responsible for bringing a twelve pack of beer. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? This you got the you got your cups, and then you got the, you know what I'm saying? You got the the table or whatever. So we would line up the beers on the side for each cup. And then every time you hit a cup, you had to chug a beer. Got you, got you. Yeah. Like we just, we just basically did it like, you know, what I'm saying, like the drinking game. You know, you get it in the cup, mm-hmm. you got to drink every time somebody score or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But uh, but Fun yeah, shit. damn. How the fuck did we get there? What the hell were we talking about? How did we get Russian roulette in the white? Oh, dad. Russian roulette. God yeah, damn. His signature killer. Like, yeah, yeah. But I thought I thought that was cool, man. Like I like. All of the little backstories that they gave us and how they tie everything in together, and then just what makes it even more comedic is the fact that Ladybug is like, "Wait a minute, you want Carver? I'm not even Carver. It's like I don't even supposed to be here." He was like, "I'm filling yeah. in for Carver." That was yeah. so funny when we actually found that out, and I like the part that, like I said, they put two realistic things in here. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. With uh Lemon and the Prince, their whole interaction of how he was like, "Oh man, it's so amazing how you can come up with these fake tears." Yeah. And then the other thing was when White Death told them to open up that suitcase, and they was sitting oh, there having that conversation. That nigga he said, was like, man, "I think, what if we open this motherfucker and it explodes?" When he said that, I was like, "Oh, that make this death even worse." I know they gonna open that motherfucker. Anymore. They ain't got no choice but to open it. Somebody yeah, was gonna I, open I, that suitcase. Yeah, he was like, he was like, if it was so dangerous, he said, if, he's like, if it wasn't so dangerous, why he just won't open it? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you know how many times I'm pretty sure like the uh, the regular watcher is saying the same damn thing, and they mm-hmm. actually put it in this movie because I never understand like the person that's quote unquote in charge is always having like the workers do their job for them. But that's it's the like, whole man. point of being the crown boss, man. You don't do True. nothing as a crown boss. Niggas True. is just scared of you. True, but I'm if like, you are yeah. doing if you are doing any work as the crown boss, newsflash, you aren't the crown boss. I mean, look, one hundred percent facts. Like you, but, you've never seen the Joker really do anything. You just know, like Batman is always on his nope. ass. You, we did see Joker do something. 
not, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about oh, in the, like, oh in the okay. like he always got motherfuckers like workers and like lackeys around them to do shit. Yeah, I was just talking about. I just wanted to bring up the scene when, when, when he went. No, no, no. When he uh when he walked into their little meeting and he oh, came yeah. in with his little laugh. Hey, Michael J. White <laughs> swallowed a pencil hey. with his eyeball. <laughs> it wasn't him, man. It was his bodyguard. He was like, he put that pencil on Michael John White. He was like, well, watch me make this pencil disappear. <laughs> Did he slam my dude's head on the table? Hey. Ta da! <laughs> that's my hey. shit. That is a hard. That's one of the hardest. No, that was that was fire. Seven. That was fucking fire. But yeah, um, but yeah, man, this movie, man, the writing on this movie, the directing on this movie, it was really good. Um, mm-hmm. even though, like I said at the beginning of this podcast. Is is really, I mean, it's more than that. It's not just that. Like, it it's like a combination of. Don't get me wrong. Bullet Trains is own movie, mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. But it's it's like it, it gives you that mixture of, for me, two movies: mm-hmm. Smoking Aces and Losers. You ever seen Losers? I've seen some of Losers. I haven't seen the whole thing though. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a mixture of Losers too. Um. I mean, everybody I, was. In I that thought movie, it was though. a mixture of John Wick and De- uh, I'm about to say Deadpool. John Wick and Smoking Nations. Uh, I mean, I I can see that to a certain degree, but like John Wick is more. I guess John Wick is just a little bit more calculated. Even though I mean that was I mean it wasn't us too. Um, the only way that this shit even worked out, really. Was because I mean this is the wild part mm-hmm. is so white death like playing this whole shit, but at the same time I don't know if they just really know each other or what. But the elder did the same shit, like they both like kind of calculated this whole thing mm-hmm. to all meet on this damn bullet train. Technically, and, like. Yeah. Yeah, like technically, like at the end of the day, like that was their whole thing. But I guess we didn't. He they didn't really plan on the prince kind of doing her own thing. And she was really the she was really the loose screw in this whole plan. Yes, she definitely was. She mm-hmm. was the monkey. Oh, well, Ladybug was too in a weird way, but it was really Prince. Like she was the she was the 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 variable in the whole equation for sure. Man, Ladybug was just basically at the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> took man, the wrong he told job. You, he said he was unlucky. Yeah. Especially like man, when that when that um when that telephone pole fell on the car at the end. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he was like, Maybe my luck isn't so bad. And then it they fell down. Yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah. That was funny. The viper biting him though, that that was fucking crazy. Oh my god, like out of all places, like you on the train, the fucking viper bites you, bro. Come on, man. Yo, all time funny is when he down when he wrapped it up in the fucking uh in his coat and he Mm. put it in the toilet and he wrote do not open snake. When he was fucking with the toilet to begin with, bro, when he was in there calming down by the toilet. That shit yeah. was funny as fuck, bro. I'm like, man, uh, a fucking Japanese toilet is not that fucking calming. Yeah, that shit is wild. 
Man, that, they said they had a heated seat, had the thing to clean your ass. I am interested in seeing the Japanese toilets, though, because every show that I see, the Japanese toilets talk to you. They got a bidet in there. And like you said, they got the heated seats. Like They, they say it do everything. But I want to see a Japanese toilet at least once because it can't be like Listen. everything they make it cooked up to be. I need one because I spend time in the bathroom. That'd, that'd, that'd be, that'd be dope. Place. It's a peaceful place to run away. Hey, I think, man, listen, I take my time, man. I take my time when I'm in there. Yo, all the time. My my youngest son, he's like, Dad, he said, You want to see something funny? I said, mm-hmm. What? He said, I'm gonna show you what I got your name, Dad, in my uh in my phone. Mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> my son got me in his phone. And you gotta let me get the last part out. Mm-hmm. He got me down as the toilet king. That's with a crown at the end. That's hilarious. That's fucking comedy. I said, "Boy, you stupid." Hey, my son, my son is wild, but my youngest, I can that boy is wild. That's the one that like scary movies, right? Yes. Yeah, I yes. can only imagine, bro. That's All funny. right, man. Let's do this, man. Let's get into the fire flames, brother. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, man. What you giving this? Uh I was I was entertained. Story was good. The cast was super good. Um I don't really have any complaints. And I've only seen it once. And I think that, you know, watching it for a second time around, I think that that would really, you know what I'm saying? Give me that full circle that I need, but mm-hmm. off of one watch, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Okay. Um, I think it, I think it was really really good. Um, for this movie to to be what it was, because I think that assassin movies tend to be better when you throw comedy into them. Mm-hmm. I think that they they seeing that now. Like we've gotten the ninja assassin, we've gotten uh, what was the one? Um, what was that? Oh man, that video That's game, the Hitman. Assassin's, oh, Hitman. Yeah, that movie was bad. But what I'm saying is, it when was you, like a serious. Played a video game is worse. I I've only I played one of them, and, and I I yeah I would I wouldn't. Way better. But, I rather um, like other cutscenes in the game. Yeah. So I was just meaning like to, to take that comedic approach yeah. with you know what I'm saying with assassin movies, I think that's mm-hmm. the way to go. So I'm gonna give it a four point five. I agree. I'm gonna give it a five, man. The cast alone um did it for me. A lot of great names in the in that cast. And then on top of that, man, just the, the way it was shot was great. Um the fact that it's shot on a train the whole time is that's that's dope as fuck to me. Just the fact that we've never really seen a movie where it was. I mean, we've seen like speed and shit, but speed wasn't this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this was this was something dope. And then the fact that they had so many storylines and was able to connect all of them and intertwine all of them perfectly was great to me. So I'm giving it a five. And one of the most intriguing storylines that we didn't yeah. even mention mm-hmm. that. They found a way 
to put a storyline in the movie that we never seen before. And what that is is that Fiji bottled water had its own storyline. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, yeah, a I forgot bottle, all about the water bottle. A yeah. bottle of water had a storyline in this movie, y'all. Yeah, that was that was I'm great. That was that great. was that was great. I like how they yeah. did that. That was dope. So yeah, for sure, man. So um coming soon time, brother. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, so the next one we're doing a dot. We got the untold. Which one are we doing on untold? Uh, it's the rough one, right? It's the rough one. Uh, Operation yeah. Fragrant, Fragrant File. Yeah, man, this is about. Um, I keep wanting to say Steve Javi. That's not him. It's, uh, yeah, it's not Steve Javi. Steve Javi was never involved yeah, in it at all. Tim Donahue. Sorry, man. Steve. Yeah, yeah, Tim Donahue, the the betting ref. Sorry, Steve Javi, man. We apologize. Um, he don't got nothing to do with this. But yeah, this is going to be interesting because uh, dude was a menace. Dude, was he was out here. He was out here racking up them dollars. And and he had the plug. So this is I like seeing stories of corruption like this because you get to go back and see all those nostalgic moments. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to relive some of those times where you was like, man, how the fuck you call that? But now we get to see what the story is behind that. So that's gonna be interesting to watch for sure. Yeah, man. Like I I watched I haven't seen it yet. So this to be my first time watching it, but Martin. it was so dope to watch the trailer because yeah. and he was like talking it through. Yeah. And he was just saying that how uh, he had bet on I forget who they was playing, but this is when Allen Iverson was with Denver, mm-hmm. and like he said, the very first time Iverson brought the ball down the court, made a move, he called Carey. Yeah, he was like, because you know that's one of the things about Iverson. A lot of people say, oh well, he carried in this crossover. Mm-hmm. So then he was like, the second time Iverson came through, he called Carey, and then he was like, he knew if he would hit him with that, that it fucked with him psychologically. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, what the killer was. If he came and he got an and went, he didn't call it. He was mm. like, oh, yeah. He said, I knew I had, I was completely out of the game at that yeah. point. And that's where it ended. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. That shit gonna I was like, fun. this is going to be fun. That's yeah. going to be fun. So, so yeah. y'all tune in next episode, man. Can't wait to do this one. Um, like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be fun as far as the nostalgia, too. You know what I'm saying? You get to see all those clips from the old games and everything else. And um, you get to see all those old players, too, you know what I'm saying, like, in a prime. Yep. So that's going to be dope. Um, but listen, if you guys like this, if you didn't like it, if you enjoyed this movie or you didn't enjoy it, hit us up. Let us know. Hit it um, on our socials at Instagram and Twitter at View and Nine Pod. You can also hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um, also, uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. Also follow me on Twitch if you like video games and if you like watch parties. Hit me up on Twitch at Scoots Bronson. And uh, I got a link in my Twitter bio. It's a link tree. You can follow me there uh, everywhere else. That's all I got. And y'all can follow me at uh, Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pied um, just on Instagram. Uh, let me see. Follow the podcast on all major platforms. Twenty-eight minutes or less. Uh, drop episode one hundred and four. Uh, I entitled it "Another Takeoff," um, speaking on the death and some of the wild shit that's going on in the industry mm-hmm. of uh, takeoffs. So rest in peace, rest in power to that dude. I saw that uh, 
think they had his funeral today, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so rest in peace to him and shout out to the Migos. Um that's that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, for sure, man. Um definitely rest in power to take off. Um and thoughts and prayers is up for the Migos. Um and that whole record label, all their families, everybody involved um, in that situation, because that is a crazy situation. There's a lot of information coming out, a lot of people saying certain stuff that they really don't know, but it, it is some solid information coming out about that. Um, hopefully, justice is definitely served. Um, in that they situation. said the guy was arrested. Yeah, but and it's, they put it's more out and everything. Yeah, yeah it's more. It's way more behind that though. Um, yeah. But um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember, you can only watch us on Spotify. Those videos will be up, so keep an eye out for those um, videos. Um, also, man, make sure you're liking, make sure you're sharing, and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Uh, followed on, you got to follow us on Spotify. You subscribe to us everywhere else. Um, and until the next episode, man, we will see you then. Like they say in Hollywood, that is a wrap. Cut.